This podcast is brought to you by CEW at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor as we work to serve our community during this unprecedented time of change. Resiliency is best demonstrated in times of challenges. Join CEW Director Tiffany Mara as she talks to students, staff, faculty, and community members connected to the University of Michigan Center for the Education of Women Plus in this new podcast, Strength in the Midst of the Pandemic. Barbara, could you introduce yourself, your name, job, and how your old normal has shifted as a result of COVID-19? I'm Barbara Anderson. I'm a professor of sociology and a research professor in the Population Studies Center. And I'm also associated with the Center for Russian Student Studies, the Center for African Studies, and the Korean Studies Program. The most um, immediate thing has been the effect remote teaching. Remote teaching has worked better than we expected, but not really as good as in-person teaching. One of the most difficult things is the it be more difficult to get feedback from the students in a remote setting. And another thing which is difficult is just the uncertainty of everything, the uncertainty for planning in terms of my job, the uncertainty of planning for the fall, whether it's going to be in-person or remote. And in terms of my daily life at home, I'm fortunate and things have been going fairly well. In terms of things that are challenging, one of the most heart-wrenching and challenging things is helping students with who are experiencing deaths of relatives, sometimes deaths of multiple relatives, and that and have to take some time off for that and just telling them, yes, do whatever, do whatever you have to do. And students whose spouses and parents have lost jobs and them feeling not just the grief and upset of all this, but also try to balance that with their academic concerns. But on the other hand, I think that thinking about their academic concerns has been one of the most normal parts of their lives. I have noted that I'm talking to numerous graduate students every week, and they are just very eager to talk about their research. And they are, in general, better prepared than when we'd have meetings in my office. They'd send proposed agendas for the meeting ahead. They'd have all their working tables nicely prepared. And these are individual phone calls. And we talked for, say, an hour, and it was very productive for making progress on the research. And they seemed practically gleeful about having a serious discussion about their work. And it reminds them that they still are graduate students and there is an end to this. And this is probably one of the most positive things that has come out of this. Students are also graduate students doing dissertation defenses and prospectus defenses. And with all that going forward, they seem happy and a little bit surprised that that part of their life goes on. The units I'm a member of have been proceeding, I think, very well. And in terms of online meetings, of dealing with both the new challenges of what we have to do in this time and things like the advice from the Ellison A. Dean and Curzon, just be kind and be patient and be flexible, I think is very helpful. But units have also been thinking ahead of what this means more directly for them. And also connecting with my students about their concerns also helps center me and and make my, my life 
more normal. In terms of dealing with the uncertainty and the pressures, it may sound crazy. I read a lot for pleasure anyway. And I've been reading a lot of Agatha Christie mysteries. They're interesting and engaging, and people die in them, but they're not earth-shakingly disturbing. And that can help divert my mind and can distract me from the pressures of what's going on. I realized that I was more concerned about what was happening than I thought when I ended up waking up at 2.30 and 3.30 in the morning and having trouble going back to sleep. And then I realized that that dated from when we went to remote teaching and it was an expression of anxiety. But then once I realized what was going on with it, I slept a lot better. Sometimes realizing what is the cause for a reaction can help you deal with it more effectively. I think all of us are trying to do the best we can, that we need to encourage our students, undergraduates and graduate students, to talk out with uh, their problems and concerns and then to be helpful to them whenever you can. But also, one of the ways that it can be the most psychologically helpful to the students is actually show you take them and their work seriously and having talked with them about their research. Your students are coming to you and asking for assistance. For students who don't feel comfortable talking to some of their faculty as yours have felt with you, what would you recommend as far as starting questions for them to ask so that they can advocate for themselves? It's hard because a lot of students are going to be reluctant to talk to faculty, but I'm not sure they'd be more willing to call someone at a counseling service, say, where they don't know them at all. I would think to ask them how things in any of that, where they make contact, asking them how have things been going, what has been challenging for you, what has been difficult for you, may open the way to that kind of conversation and to just let them talk about whatever they want, then you may, that may be a pathway to get them to open up more. But I think that letting students know even more widely than it has is true now, the different places they can talk to for advice, for help, for counseling, that the more widely it is known, the better. I think there are sources of counseling, sources of emergency funds, things that it can be used for, that it's very good but that I think students are generally ignorant of their existence. So anything that can be done to let students know about these sources of help would be a very good idea. Now, when students have come to you, what would be a question that a student could ask? Like, let's say that they have had a death in their family. How might a student start that conversation from what you've heard from students so that way it opens the door for the faculty member to be receptive? Well, this happened to me, excuse me, with a graduate student who said he'd had one cousin who died from coronavirus, and the previous week he'd had another cousin die, and that cousin he was very close to. And at that point, he needed to just take some time for himself and not attend the online class for about two sessions, just he needed to just be to himself, and I told him you need. And since then, 
he's been back and talked to me more about it and talking about how he can constructively finish the work and make sure his knowledge of the academic subjects is sufficient. But I think that I gave him, I expressed empathy to him initially, helped him a lot in terms of adjusting and helped him then think about addressing the knowledge Yep, thank you. That's great advice. Final question for you. You had word or inspirational, something you'd like students to hear that keep them moving through this, or a favorite quote of yours. What might you tell all of them? Well, I'm not sure it's a quote, but that this current situation will not last forever. That the university and their faculty care about them, that they need to make whatever accommodations they need to make now but there is a path out of the end of the tunnel and that we're trying to do everything we can to help them. We want them to say what help they need in terms of getting to the light at the end of the tunnel. This is great. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CEW's podcast, Strength in the Midst of the Pandemic. To learn more about this episode or the services and virtual programming offered by CEW, please visit cew.umich.edu. Here at CEW+, we navigate circumstantial barriers by providing academic, financial, and professional support to help you reach your personal potential. Established to support women through higher education, we lift up women in all underserved communities at the University of Michigan and beyond. Through career and education counseling, funding, workshops, events, and a diverse, welcoming community, we exist to empower. We are CEW, and we are here to help you reach your potential.